Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Nekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Nekuban. You make my life so beautiful. It's a new season. And it's a new day. The much anticipated book, How to Step into Your New Season, is finally out. Authored by one of the most anointed preacher and teacher of our generation, Reverend Jonathan Ekuban instructs and simplifies God's timely principles that catapult us into a new season of grace and faith. Forward by the Apostle General Reverend Samkranchi Ankara and endorsed by some of the seasoned men of God of our time, like Reverend Dr. Robia Tampia Kofi. Bishop Charles Ajina Sai, Bishop E.A.T. Sachs. This book, How to Step Into Your New Season, will challenge you to accomplish your dreams and heart desires. Order your copies online at www.jonathanekuban.org or you can call 0242-784-424 or 0201-000-699. Change is imminent in your life. Grab your copies now. Listen to me. God is moving your mountain away. Every wall of limitation, they are falling down. You didn't hear me say your walls of limitation are falling down. Chains are breaking. This is what the chains are breaking. Very, very glorious. Amen. Look at your friend and say, God is breaking the mountains. The walls are falling down. Say, any Goliath harassing you very soon. You won't see them again. Goliath will fall. His head will be cut off. Any Jericho wall, they will crash to powder. And God will cause your Red Sea to part into two. And you walk into your promised land. Whatever you said concerning your life, there shall be a performance. Tell your friend, I, I am on my way to my wealthy place, to my place of distinction, glory and peace. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Amen. You believe that? Let the Lord feel your rejoicing. Oh, you are not singing like you are not saying like you, you believe it. I was telling the first seven people that any day, any time that you get out of bed, God has woken you up. And no matter whatever is going on around you, learn to say, I thank you. When you learn to show appreciation vertically, God will open doors horizontally for you. Because He will step into your equation and God will do amazing things in your life. Amen. Father, anoint us today as we go through the word. Let your power and your presence become our portion. Bless us through the preaching and teaching of the word. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's our season of blessing. So I say season of blessing. And remember that the blessing doesn't come by accident. It comes by 
total obedience to the word of God. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2 says that if you shall diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do his commandments, then he said, The Lord thy God shall set thee on high. May the Lord set you on high. I said, May the Lord set you on high. And one of the ways that the Lord set you on high is to learn how to obey him by paying your tithes. Hallelujah. The tithe is one tenth of the increase. Now, when you bring your tithe, God uses that to neutralize the cares that came upon us. Now, we find out that when man disobeyed God, God cursed man's ground. Genesis chapter 3, from verse 16 to verse 19, God cursed the ground of man. That means man's effort to make a living for himself was cursed. So when his earth was cursed, it means that whatever that he's doing, it has to be a struggle. And in Malachi chapter 3, verse 7 to 9 or to 10, from the days of your fathers, you have gone from my ordinances and have not kept them. And God said, return to me and I will return to you, said the Lord of hosts. But you said, wherein have we, shall we return? To return means what? It means you've gone far. And God said, look, you are too far. And anybody who is too far from God cannot be blessed. And he said, how shall we return? Then God asked a question. Will a man rob God? And he said, how have we robbed you? And God said, in the tithes and in the offerings. God said, you have robbed me. Now, robbery leads to a curse. Is that right? When you steal. So he said, because of the fact that you stole him from me, you are cursed with the curse. For you have robbed me. This whole nation, it means that the whole nation, they were not relating with God the way they ought to. Now, according to Zechariah chapter 5, verse 3 and 4, anyone who steals comes under a curse. So, to your failure or your refusal to give one t- your tithe, bring about a curse. Is that right? You have robbed me. And he said, You have robbed me in the tithe, someone said tithes, what? And offerings. Yeah, you are in the tithe. Now, what's the tithe? The tithe is one tenth of your increase. And according to Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30, the Bible says that the tithe is the Lord's. It belongs to God. It means that whatever you get, one tenth of it belongs to God. So anytime you get anything, all of it doesn't belong to you. In fact, the interesting thing about the juice is that when you have a farm and you harvest, you don't even harvest everything. You leave the fringes for the sake of the poor. Which means that God doesn't want us to be selfish. That when we get anything, there's some that we must leave for the sake of others. Do you know that when you even pour oil in a bottle and you pour it out, some still remain in it. Some still remain in it. So, he says the tithe of the land is the Lord. Is the Lord means it is holy. It, it must be separated unto him. In fact, verse 31 says that if anybody borrows from it, anybody takes anything from it, he must pay an interest of 20% on the tithe. Now, he says in Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, when he says you are cursed with the curse, is that right? All of you are cursed with the curse. Now, God is going to show us how to get out of the curse. I told you that when man sins, God cares the ground of the man. The ground is a place of his sustenance. So already your ground is cursed. In order to solve that problem, when God says, return unto me and I'll return unto you, then he says, how shall I return unto you? Then he said, in the tithe, in the offering, it means that by your tithes and by your offerings, you return unto God. And James 
says that return unto me and I'll return unto you. James says that what? Draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh. So when you draw nigh unto God in bringing your tithes and your offerings to support in building his house, he too will draw nigh unto you. I told you that originally God didn't plan that man should work for himself. You are not supposed to be sweating to eat and be doing all those things. Just like children don't have to sweat to take care of themselves. Children who are in the house, they have to do household chores. Work for their father. Once they work for their father, their father takes care of them. So in the same way too, when originally we are supposed to be working for God, and once we work for God, God takes care of us. But when man sinned, man was driven out of the garden of Eden, and so man had to fend for himself. And the ground was cursed. But now God, to solve it, he said, bring the tithe of the storehouse, that there may be meat in the house. And prove me now, if I will not open unto you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. It means that already there is a curse on you. The opposite of curse is what? It's a blessing. So the more blessing you get, the more the curses are erased. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, if you have maybe some soil there, very dry soil, and you pour water into it, Maybe if you pour, let's have a glass of water. It may not be too wet. But the more glasses of water or, or gallons of water you pour into that piece of land or the soil, you realize that it becomes very watery. So you get rid of the dryness of the soil. In the same way too, the more the blessings you get or you attract from God, it helps you neutralize the curse that God put on you. Do you get what I'm saying? This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. It's a new season. And it's a new day. The much-anticipated book, How to Step into Your New Season, is finally out. Authored by one of the most anointed preacher and teacher of our generation, Reverend Jonathan Ekuban instructs and simplifies God's timely principles that catapult us into a new season of grace and faith. Forward by the Apostle General Reverend Samkranchi Ankara and endorsed by some of the seasoned men of God of our time, like Reverend Dr. Robia Tantia Kofi, Bishop Charles Ajinasai, Bishop E.A.T. Sachs. This book, How step into your new season will challenge you to accomplish your dreams and heart desires. Order your copies online at www.jonathanekuban.org or you can call 0242-784-424 or 0201-000-699. Change is imminent in your life. Grab your copies now. Let's say you are owing somebody 100 CDs. You are in the negative. Then you get 5 CDs. You go and pay. What is your debt? 95. You get 50 CDs. You go and pay. What is your debt now? 45. Then you get 20 CDs. You go and pay. 25. Then you get 20 CDs. You go and pay. 5 CDs. Then you get some big job. Then you get 200 CDs. Then you go and put it in. What's your debt now? 199 what? Plus! Have you seen it? Then you get another 500. You put it in. Six what? But whatever it is, you have, you have moved to the positive. Are you getting me? Bible says, bring you all the tithes 
And God said, prove me now. If I am not open to you, the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. And remember that anybody who is stealing from God comes under a curse. And it causes the heavens to be closed. But when you do what it takes the heavens to be open, then blessings will come. Because blessings, they come from heaven. So if the blessings are to come from heaven and your heaven is closed, it means no blessing is coming from there. But if you do that which will cause the heavens to be open, then the blessings in heaven will come unto you. Are you following me? So he says, I bring you the tithe, and if I will not open unto you the windows of heaven, God is even saying that you bet with me. Let's take a bet. That if you do not, if you bring the tithe, if I will not open unto you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And he says in the verse number 11, I like it that way. In verse number 11, when you bring the tithe, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Do you know that every time a devourer is eating your staffer? I will rebuke the devourer, and I will show you why the devourer comes. And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, neither shall your vine cast fruit before the time in the field. It means that sometimes your vine can cast the fruit before the time. This is called miscarriage. It means that you start a business, you are never able to eat from the fruit of it. You start a relationship, you are never able to enjoy from it. Whatever you start, you are not able to get the fruit of it. It's a curse. But when you bring the tithe, God says the verse 12, I will make you a delightsome land. May the Lord, all nations shall call you blessed and you shall become a delightsome land. May you be so blessed that you, nations call you blessed. But the opposite of not bringing the tithe and, and not helping with the house of God, you can find it in Haggai chapter 1, verse number 4 to verse number 11. Let's look at it. Haggai chapter 1, verse 4. Is it time for you to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie in waste? So God is saying that you want a nice house and your house is sealed up and you want my house not to be sealed? Now therefore consider your ways. Tell your friend, consider your ways. Tap your friend and say, Charlie, consider your ways. Amen. It means that watch your ways. And he said, you have so much and you bring in little. You eat, but you, ha- you don't have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earns wages, earns it to put it into a bag with holes. Sometimes you get money and it's like, the money has just evaporated. Is that not it? Okay. That's said the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. Verse 8. Go out to the mountain, bring wood and build the house. That means that get the necessary resources to build my house. And I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified, see the Lord. Hallelujah. So God wants his house to be built. Tell somebody, God wants his house to be built. That means that anybody who doesn't invest in the building of the house of God or stops people from building the house of God, you bring yourself under a curse and a problem. And you will find it. He said, you look for much and you came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. It means God is saying, look, all that you get, your 500 cities, your 1,000 cities, your 5,000, I will blow on it because you are interested in building your own house and forgetting about me. Therefore, because of what you have done, the heaven over you is stayed from dew and the earth is stayed from a fruit. If there is no dew from heaven, your plants cannot be watered. If there are no rains, your plant cannot be watered. Verse 11. And I call for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountains, and upon the corn. I call for a drought. It means that it is God who ensures that you go through a drought. So God is responsible for your blessings, and God is responsible for your season of drought when you disobey Him. But may the Lord bring us blessings. I said, may the Lord bring us blessings. May the Lord be merciful unto us. And bring us the blessings. Can I have an amen? 
Oh, your amen is weak. Your amen needs a top up. Hallelujah. Now, to be cursed is to have some invisible supernatural force to fight you and to frustrate you and to bring you to ground zero. And you see, blessing and cursing is like the waves of the sea. The waves of the sea can work for you or can work against you depending on your direction. If the sea is this way and then you are facing it, you are trying to go up, realize that the waves beat at you. And so there's a resistance. But then, on the other way round, when the waves are behind you, they, they push you. Blessing is the waves pushing you to the land. Curse is when you are going against the wave and it's fighting you. And sometimes you find out that there are forces of nature, invisible forces, that are fighting you. And it's a result of the fact that you are operating under a curse. But may the Lord deliver us from every curse in Jesus' name. Oh, your, your amen needs a top up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, God, in order to return unto him, he said we have to return to him in the earth tithes. So, tithing brings you under covenant and protects you from the devourer. That's why he said that Malachi 3, 10, bring you the tithes. And if I will not rebuke the devourer for your sake, whatever has been coming to eat up your stuff, Today, may that devourer be destroyed in Jesus' name. May God become a scarecrow to scare anything that eats up your seed, eats up your harvest, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a big amen. So you found out that apart from guaranteeing you a blessing, Titan establishes an insurance against the wicked arrows that Satan may plan against you. That's why he said, I'll rebuke the devourer. It means that God says that apart from me blessing you, I will fight the one who fights you. Amen. But remember that you will be lifeless if you don't pay your tithes and give your offerings. Amen. Because the Bible says in Genesis, it said the day you eat of the tree of knowledge good and evil, you shall die. When Adam disobeyed God, he was driven out of the garden. You see, Adam had everything in the garden. Listen to me carefully. When God said don't touch something, don't touch it. God gave Adam the whole garden. He said, eat everything, but don't touch the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So God is saying that, don't touch the ties. Tell somebody, don't touch the ties. Touch yourself and say, don't touch the ties. Okay. God gave Adam every tree. He said, eat it, but this one, don't eat it. When Adam ate it, he was driven out. When King Ahab had the whole of Israel, everything was available to him. But when he went and touched the vineyard of Naboth, he lost the throne. So when God says, do not touch something, and you go and touch it, what your original even had, you may lose it. Are you following me? So when God says, bring the tithe, and he says, do not touch. When you give, you see, the earth was cursed, the ground was cursed. So what you are even trying to eat is cursed. But God says, if you bring me the 10%, the first 10%, then the rest of the 90, I will bless it for you. That's the reason why the land of Israel is blessed. Because they give their tithe. And because they give their tithe, unlike the Palestinians, when they give their tithe, they have obeyed God's covenant. What they are doing is that, Lord, we are in covenant relationship with you. We are in partnership with you. So God ensures that they get more blessed so that he will get his tithe. And it's not because God needs money. It's not because God doesn't eat God doesn't eat dollars God doesn't eat CDs 
but it is at your heart. So when you give your tithe, it shows the Lord, my heart is for you. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. A woman will only give herself to a man properly when she knows that the man's heart is for her. So when your heart is for God, God will give himself to you. Never give yourself to somebody whose heart is not for you. Are you following me? You didn't get what I'm saying. Do not give your heart. Do not give your heart to anybody who is not for you. And don't give yourself to somebody whose heart is not for you. So in giving your tithe, it's a demonstration that you are giving your tithe is like your heart. You are giving your heart to God. And when you give your heart to God, He will give Himself over unto you. And so why will a man or a woman give herself unto a man? Before you give yourself unto a man, you must know that his heart is for you. And that's why you test him. So the tithe is a test. That's why he says that prove me now. Are you getting me? Uh-huh. Prove me now. So you prove God or God is God is trying to test you with the tithe. And remember that there is no promotion without a test. That's what the Bible says about count it all joy when you are tested with diverse temptations. So when a temptation comes, listen to me, anytime you get your salary, anytime you get any money, you are under a test. And count it all joy. When you are under a test, don't say, hey, what kind of test is this? When you do what you have to do, you are pro- rather promoted. After every test, there's a promotion. So after every payday, there's always a test for you for the next promotion. That if you give your tithe, if you give yourself, if you give you your energy, if you give your resources, if you give your time unto God. Sometimes, oh, I want to spend my time unto myself. I want to do this, I have to do that. But if you say, I will give my heart unto God, God will give himself unto you. May God give himself over unto you. Can I have an amen? Yeah, listen. I was telling the first service people that I saw two kinds of people. Mark Jews who never served God. He, he married a godless woman. You see some people, eh? Listen. Be careful who you work with. Be careful who becomes your husband or your wife. They will determine your fate. Today you like God, but tomorrow you might easily not like God. If your husband doesn't like God, or your wife doesn't like God, you can be, become godless. Magdus became godless because he married a godless person. And Jonathan Edward married a fearful, righteous a woman who was serious with God. When you check their backgrounds, their background, they were thieves. Magdus descendants, thieves, robbers. They were going to prison. They were on drugs. All kinds of funny things, generation after generation. Jonathan Edwards, his descendants, vice president of America, president of universities, Senators, vice chancellors, top lawyers, pastors, all kinds of people. Listen to me. The generation of the unrighteous, those who don't serve God, watch carefully. Listen and watch my lips carefully. 
when you become righteous, your descendants will be blessed. And when you also, you see, you determine your next generation. If you go to Europe today, Europe is blessed because they serve God. The time you are serving God, Africa was serving idols. And read carefully. I started studying the book of Deuteronomy and I found out that the major thing that God was so interested in relating to people was idolatry. The worship of idols. He said that if you worship other idols, I will let curses come upon you. But if you serve me, I will let blessings come upon you. That's how he always related to Israel. So make sure that you are serving God. Please, if you don't want even to be blessed, for the sake of your children, and your children's children, serve God, push them. Push your children to serve God. Push your family to serve God. Last week I was saying, when you sometimes your children come, and your children, you are giving them games to play in church. You think these children, they don't know anything. They know. But when it's time to pray and worship, he's sitting down. Who told you that he's deaf? He's very intelligent. He's very knowledgeable. You'll even be surprised that he knows about sex. Eight years. You'll be surprised. He knows about sex. So if he knows about sex, then he must know about righteousness. Are you following me? And children like this, if they can be filled with demons, it means they can also be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason why you don't leave your children there. You don't give them the best of education. You can give them the best of education, they can become demonized. That's why when you come to church, hold your children. Bring them to church. Say, it's time. Pray. Do this. As they are doing that. And they connect their hearts unto God. God will give himself over unto them. And bless them. Clap for The Lord bless you and make you a great person. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, the question comes up. Who will pay our tithes? Who does it go to? Is that not it? Because I mean, I mean, I Especially in Europe. Some of them, they are fools there. Pa. It's true, they are fools. They don't understand the things of God. When they see the pastor have anything, they have a problem. Even when the pastor travels, they have a problem. They don't understand the Bible. I'm, I want to show you what happens when you pay your tithes. Hallelujah. Okay. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1 to 8. When you pay your tithes, is God... You are giving the tithe to who will bless you. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. My hope is We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life.
and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible-believing church and join. Or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ. Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Ecobank Junction. You can always call plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 233-262-589-060. Email revjekuban at springsoflifechapel.org. Rev J. Ekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. One word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word or Jonathan Ekuban. <laughs>